0: Yo, 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 Thought Warriors. What is up? It is I, Van Lathan.
1: It is me, Rachel Lindsay.
0: Rachel Lindsay. How was your weekend?
1: Chill, Van. I mean, you know, there's not a whole lot going on. Um, Mm I feel like I did something, though. Mm -hmm. I just, I I was, I've been working out again. Uh So my body is in, is not responding well to working out because it's been so long. Right. So I couldn't move Saturday. So I just mm. stayed on the couch right. and watched TV.
0: Cool. What what are you doing? How are you working out? Like what do you what's your what do you like what what workouts are you doing? What's happening?
1: I'm working with a trainer, one on one. One on one people. It's okay. Um not well You're defensive. You're defensive on people. You're I feel def- like you'll turn this on me in a second. I won't. But You're defensive. Have you met have you not met the people who are always in your DMs talking yeah. about everything that I do?
0: Yeah, but you don't so let them change you, girl. Don't let them change you. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm good. Thank you.
1: <laughs> i good. No, 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 no. But I've work, been working out with a trainer. And mm-hmm. um, full body, full body, everything from, you know,
0: squats, male? lunges, Mel- female. Female trainer? And you
1: know okay. what? It's my first female trainer. Interesting. I Not that I've ever been against it, but she's kicking my butt. More she than is. any other trainer I have ever had. Shout out to Irina. She's amazing.
0: That's because she actually cares about training you and not what the male trainers care about. Mm. Yeah, she actually, I wish I had
1: gotten that advice earlier in life, man.
0: Yeah, she cares about <laughs> training you, you know? The male trainers, there's no more, there's two guys, there's two people that are born in LA of the same DNA. It's basically party promoters. I
1: knew you were going to say that. And <laughs> trainers.
0: And and I have really close friends that are both. But party promoters <laughs> and trainers are basically <laughs> the same people. Especially the trainers out here. Because a lot of the trainers out here are party promoters. And it's just so really? weird. Yeah, man. You, I, I You are not getting the full LA experience. No, I'm not. Because of the pandemic. But once things go back to normal, You'll be able to go to Equinox or LA Fitness or one of these places and see some of these dudes in there that are training. First of all, it doesn't matter where you see them, they have a little shaker in their hand. They always have the shaker, the little protein shaker, little yeah, thing. Yeah, they yeah, always, don't yeah, yeah. no matter where you see them. I've seen some <laughs> of these guys at premieres and stuff like that. Stop, and you see man. them, they're drinking the shaker. And they're like, hey, <laughs> you gotta get your protein in. And it's not like what they tell you, and some of these guys are great guys, it's not like what they tell you isn't true. It's just, it's mm-hmm. more of an identity. And they, they very gently put, you, you see them, they like woman squatting. Hey, keep your back straight. And then they very gently put his, their hand that on is her back. Never—that never that is never it happens. Sometimes, they say, that sometimes they say, that sometimes they say, listen, you have to drop your butt below your knees and they cup the cakes to help you do it. It's like cake cupping.
1: <laughs> when? Do you, stop. It's cake that cupping. Is never, they cupping. That has never happened to me. You never had a, but, you never um, had a
0: trainer you never have, Because you know what? You, you wouldn't even know because you let your guard down. Because I'm so used to it? No, you let your guard down. See, women, when they're around these trainers, these athletic activists that they are, you know what I mean? These guys who are really, they let their guard down. And other ways that like, you know, it's like when a guy, when the, when the masseuse is massaging your inner thigh, you don't think to say, hey, you know. I hey, always that's inner- prefer
1: a male. Uh, I, or a masseuse? I bet you do. <laughs> Listen,
0: stop. I, I bet you do. A little so, it in.
1: would you let Kalika There's have a, movie a about male? That. Would you let Kalika have a male trainer? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. So you then that shows you really don't believe that the cupping happens.
0: No, that the, no, the, that's not that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying go ahead, girl, get get a little cupping. <laughs> stop. Go ahead. Stop. You deserve it. Get a little cupping. Go ahead. You know what I mean? Like I'm not about to trip at all. You know, come home, we eat. We have some potatoes, we watch some movies or whatever like that. Go ahead, you got your cakes cupped, so what?
1: And by day, she gets cupped. By by night, she's sitting on the couch eating potatoes with you.
0: Potatoes (laughs) with me, get cupped. Go ahead, it's not that big of a deal. You you get your cakes cupped. while I do teaching the squat, your cakes cupping, you know what I mean? As long as all the fingers stay in the right places, I don't care. Like, cupped, who cares? Wow. Wow. No, shout out to all the trainers out there. By the way, it's a lot of my friends who are trainers who are going to listen to this. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And especially my party promoter friends. I want to shout out real quick my party promoter friends right here. I'm going to shout them out. This is Made Entertainment. All right, so I want to shout out uh, Deverin, Um Milk, Vic, Sean.
1: Vic is so Tron, a party promoter name. <laughs> my, my, I,
0: I, I, I dare you. I dare you to reduce my nigga Vic to just a party promoter. You okay,
1: you're the one who taught giving a shout out to your party promoter friends. I didn't reduce him to that. Yeah. I just said Vic is such a party promoter name.
0: You cannot Vic is more than a party promoter. Vic I'm that's sure just he part is. of who Vic is. I'm, right? I'm sure he is. Like Vic is Vic is a You the one
1: clowning him right now on the podcast no, Vic and his is profession.
0: A, Vic is a pro basketball player, slash stylist, slash art house. Like he's all of that stuff. It's Sounds like a busy
1: that. man. Sounds like a busy man.
0: And shout out to uh to Adib and all the guys over there, the Supreme Team too. Like, but uh, the reason why I say shout out to these guys is because this is really hard for them. Think about oh, going. I'm sure. Think about going. Think about the life that of the party promoter and what has happened in the last uh, six, eight months. Think about it.
1: So, do you? Are they throwing private parties? You don't have no, to name names.
0: Not these guys. No. Are they jumping state? Not.
1: Like state to go throw parties at another because that's I mean I, well, I, that makes no, sense.
0: No, I mean, but they're not. But you you think about it, they, they're not. They're they're trying to last on the PPP and they're doing other things and they're hoping that's that stuff tough. comes back. You know, but you you go and I'm not trying to count people money, but they was making money. They sure. was making money. You know, what I'm basically making you making fifteen twenty thousand dollars a week or something like that. Sometimes are more. you serious? I can't say how much, but I can tell you that like. It's a lot... Think about it. If you got Beauty and Essex on Sunday... So you haven't been out here. If you got Beauty and Essex on Sunday, right? And then you got Nightingale, right? And then you got Boosie Bellows. And then you got 1-0. And then you got all of these five, six times a week. So the same
1: promoters have all these clubs? Then I get it.
0: Yeah. And you got all these different venues, and your shit is jumping, they making a lot of money. I can't say how much. And then they, I, but they making a lot of money. And then it just stops. Wow. And then the lifestyle stops too. So, you know what I mean? So I shout out to all my guys, man. And just, you know. I
1: would like an introduction when the, when everything opens back up so I can have the hookup. Yeah. Shout I mean, out to Vic, Sean. Say it right <laughs> out, Say
0: it right now. Shout out to uh, uh, Vic, Vic Michael, Sean Dickerson, Devron, Milt. Shout out to all of them, right? Adib. Mm-hmm. All of them. Right. Yeah. It's my <laughs>
1: guys. You have a good weekend, though?
0: I did. I got some rest.
1: Good. Good. I, I know sleep. the listeners yeah. want to hear that.
0: I got some sleep. Things are going good. We're, uh, we're not out of the woods, but I can see the edge of the forest. You feel what I'm hey, saying? Hey, uh, yeah. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey uh, big uh, big intro- uh, introduction. Big news right now. Uh, Joe Biden got to 270 electors. Uh today is the day, it's Monday. The Electoral College is the Electoral College is voting. Um, and Joe Biden got to uh 270 electors. The electoral college voted. Uh and that is pretty much it. Besides
1: it. Nobody conceded? Nobody conceded?
0: There's not been a uh there's not been a concession. California's 55 electors put Joe Biden over 270. Uh, needed to become the president shortly after 5%, affirming Joe Biden's election as the 46th president of the United States. Uh, there were no slip ups, no hiccups, no anything, uh, no faithless electors or whatever. Uh, you know, Donald Trump had been trying to get places like Nevada, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Arizona, Michigan, and Wisconsin uh, to turn around their electoral votes or to stop. He'd been trying to stop the the county. He'd been trying to fucking undermine democracy. Why am I mincing words? Donald Trump <laughs> has been trying to undermine democracy for the last couple of weeks, four or five weeks, whatever. He's
1: not alone in it either.
0: He is not. And it uh it seemingly has not worked quite yet. I am not sure of is there if there's still any other recourse after the Supreme <laughs> Court has shot this down and after the electors have voted for Biden like they said that they would, like they like they have to, uh, if there's anything else the president can do, but it seems as if that that was the nail in the coffin.
1: Yeah, raise your hand out there if you thought that Joe Biden already won. That's what's so crazy about this. Morning Joe had a really good clip about, it seemed he's won like 10 times already. That's what it feels like. We keep announcing the fact that he won. Oh, did you see this? William Barr will be leaving his role as attorney general. Trump just tweeted that.
0: Uh, no, but look, <laughs> look I, William Barr got exactly what he deserved. Like oh, William,
1: not defending him.
0: Yeah. All of you guys, Donald Trump, Brian Kemp, William Barr, all of you guys, you got exactly what you deserve. That old adage about the snake that bites the lady and then turns around and says, hey, yo, my nigga, I'm a snake. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Donald Trump has bitten everyone who's shown the least bit of loyalty to him at the moment that they show that they have any type of a spine. So William Barr and the rest of those guys, you got what you deserve, man. Now, what's going to happen here? I'm going to make a prediction. William Barr is going to come out weeks from now or months from now and tell everybody what a horrible guy Donald Trump is. Of course. I'm telling you something right now, A.G. Barr. Save it. Don't want (laughs) to hear it. I don't want to hear no more after the fact, uh, 11th inning, he's a horrible guy and all of this stuff like that. Save it. And And that
1: goes to the media. Don't give him a platform, a mic, to speak out about all the things that are he's, in ways he's against Trump when we saw what he did for the last four years for Trump. Don't give him a platform. Please take a page out. of. Did you see this? Michigan Republican Congressman Paul Mitchell is saw leaving that. the GOP because he is disgusted at the fact that his party is not accepting Trump's loss and will not move on for the sake of democracy, for the sake of this country. please, Follow his lead. That's the person we need to be giving a platform and a microphone to.
0: Yeah, well, he's still, you know, Paul Mitchell still.
1: Listen, but I listen. I you can do all of that, but
0: right. that's
1: what people we need to see. Uh, congressmen doing that, though. We need also, to see it's, it.
0: But it's easy for a guy like that to uh, to to do that, right? Because he still has his hair care fortune to fall back on, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying. That's right. <laughs> <it>. Paul Mitchell. <laughs> you, know, you, know, <laughs> you know I was gonna go there, right? No, I didn't. Been, I was I, like, don't if, I don't know what? if you know. I don't know if you know that Paul Mitchell is also the name of a very popular character.
1: I very much so know that.
0: And you I'm you sure most
1: most thought words No, I don't actually.
0: What do you use? BO five hot oil treatment?
1: No, I use oh my god, if you Maine and Tail? tail? No.
0: <laughs> do you know no. mane and Tail?
1: No, I don't know. You don't know mane and tail? Oh my gosh, now I can't think of the hair product. Heather, what's the name of the shampoo we use?
0: Just what? for me? Just for me? No,
1: no, I haven't used that in a long time.
0: All right, what do you use? What do you use? How do you I get can't some, think of the, the name of it. Below? Because
1: I actually, well, one, it's a wig.
0: Okay, okay.
1: Two, and so they wash it for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Who washes it? And
1: then it? Um, this, the hairstylist at Extra.
0: Okay, she washes your wig for you. Yeah, yeah. So let's stay right here. Oh. So you take oh, 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 wait a second, wait a second. So you take the hair off yeah. of your head, yeah, and a woman washes the hair when it's not connected to a body.
1: Correct. That's how all wigs are washed. You put it on a mannequin head, and then you wash it. So fucked up. Yeah, I have several of these, and then my hair, I go and get it taken care of somewhere else. Like I'll have her wash my hair, give me a deep condition treatment, press it. Yeah. So, on, so the weekends, on the weekends, I don't really wear my wig.
0: It's such a lonely thing to think about somebody washing the head. of an <laughs> e- <laughs> it's such a, You know, you wash somebody's hair, you talk it's, to them about where their kids go to school and about their they, they husband, or you cut somebody's hair and you, you talk to them about all politics and stuff. It's such a lonely thing to think about somebody washing a mannequin's head and they washing their hair I'm and probably dying. like small tears dropping down their eyes and stuff like that. It's just it's very, very disturbing. <laughs> I gotta keep it gangster. <laughs>
1: because I've washed my wig on the mannequin head. I can confirm right. it's a very lonely experience. It's a lonely It's
0: sad, man. <laughs> That's a crazy, crazy thing. Uh now. Okay, you don't, you still haven't told us.
1: I know this is gonna bother me that I cannot think of the name of the shampoo.
0: Can't think and by Olaplex.
1: Moves. Olaplex. There we go. That's it.
0: Olaplex. Uh-huh. Olaplex. It's
1: great for all hair textures.
0: Olaplex. Yeah. For all O-A- hair textures.
1: Yeah, for all hair textures. It's like a five-step process.
0: Okay. <laughs> all right.
1: Uh, I would be... I would challenge you to find a woman who doesn't have a process, black woman, about doing their hair.
0: Right. Well, washing I know one, I I know one woman i know a woman who does, the woman at Extra who has though she has a process. She's processing washing the hair that's not connected to her body. Like she she's she's processed. She has to process that every time. It's, I wonder if it's just she just sits in there all day long and just washes mannequin heads. It's like what a terrible <laughs> life. Like it's like a life. It's that's like a not life, all she does. It's like somebody that should be in a castle. Like, man, it the, takes
1: 30 it, it, minutes to wash the wig.
0: Nah, but just think about that. Cause think about back in the medieval days when there was wigs galore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If there was just one woman that was in a dungeon or a man that was in a dungeon just washing all of these wigs. Well,
1: see, those were synthetic probably, so you all couldn't right. wash them, you know? Like it's another level now.
0: Mm-hmm. Anyway, well.
1: You gotta take good care of it. You gotta keep it upkeep, you know? It's like a it's like a bag.
0: Now, uh, I was gonna say speaking of wigs, but that would have been disrespectful to black ladies. Um the verses was canceled. <laughs> the big, I was going to say speaking of wigs, but my mom would have been upset. I was
1: like, which topic are you doing? And my mom would have been upset.
0: Because uh, I can't say that these sisters wear wigs. Um, but the verses between Keisha Cole and Ashanti was canceled because yeah. Ashanti came down with the vidi Um, She tested positive for COVID-19. Uh, yes. From what we hear, we saw Ashanti um, after this, and she is okay but you know, she's been on some trips recently and she says that she kept she came down with COVID uh, from hugging her brother because her brother is COVID positive and she hugged her brother and she got COVID. Now, uh, because of that, I think they were going to put them in the same room, which is how they're doing the verses now to alleviate some of the Wi-Fi stuff, they couldn't do it. Uh, they couldn't do it. And then Ashanti went on her Instagram live after this and took questions from fans. Did you see that?
1: I didn't see the live, no.
0: All right shouldn't have done alive
1: because what did she not seem sick what was the uh, what was the question did she
0: she seemed really fucking sick, oh no, like not really sick like not really like she can't has to go to the hospital sick but her her eyes were darkened a little bit she was coughing why'd um, she do it as if she needed to prove she didn't need to prove to us she had covid well I think that there's a reason there's an answer to that question i pro pro I think that Ashanti would have still gone on with the verses. What she said when she announced that she had COVID, she'd have still gone on with the versus uh, from her house um, and do the Wi-Fi. So I think she was trying to prove to the fans that she could have done it. She could have done the verses anyway.
1: We've been spoiled. In the same room, we're getting live performances. Sure. Like, that's what we need. So it's like, get healthy, Ashanti, and come back stronger than ever. But we'll it's see you such. In a, January. I,
0: I think she wanted to do it because it's such a moment for people now. It really is it giving is. people a shot in the arm to their careers, and really, it's almost a, the verses is becoming almost a way to sum up your career in a way. Uh, it's weird. It's like like a it's whole, over. Not like it's over, but just like a, a running career retrospective. You go back through all your hits and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest, when especially when it was Brandy and Monica, it was like, Oh, Brandy did have that song. Monica did. You forget about it because it's been yeah. such a long time and their career has um, you know, gone for decades. So yeah. yeah. I'm look I was looking forward to Ashanti and Keisha Cole. Did you have uh one you thought would beat the other?
0: I don't see how Keisha Cole can compete with Ashanti if I'm being real. I love Keisha Cole. Beautiful lady, all of that stuff. I don't see how Keisha Cole can compete with Ashanti though. In in, in the verses. I mean, Keisha Cole got a lot of hits. She got some big hits, but Ashanti, if especially if we're if we're including stuff that Ashanti wrote, then I, I didn't see how Ashanti was yeah. Like, like what? Like what did she write? Like she put her pin on all of that J Lo stuff. Really? Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, she put a pin on all of that J Lo stuff. All of that you know, when it was J Lo wow. and Murder Inc. Did you like that yeah. era? The J Lo Murder yeah. Inc. era? Yeah, I did. Do you, you like I'm Real remix?
1: Yeah. Um...
0: <laughs> what? <that story? laughs> I Real am remix
1: notorious story? for messing up lyrics to songs, right? And and confidently saying the wrong thing until mm-hmm. I'm proven wrong. Mm-hmm. So you know, at the beginning of the song when she's like, "Are you Ellie?" Yeah. You know what she does that. Yeah, yeah. I was saying, are you early?
0: Why? Why would it be early?
1: <laughs> Doesn't it sound the same? Doesn't it sound? Come on, man. You at least... But, you have, me to ask, but
0: you have to ask yourself the questions I'm, about I'm not why, a... why it would be early, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, if that was me?
1: <laughs> I don't even want to get into all the lyrics that I messed up.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm so if it come up me. on the
1: I guess I don't pay attention to that. I'm just happy to be singing the song.
0: Okay, so... Because stuff like that, actually, I'm not going to lie. It it aggravates the shit out of me. (laughs) Why? Why does that
1: aggravate you? I didn't hurt you. It doesn't harm you. It's not disrespectful in any way.
0: Right. It it aggravates the hell out of me, though. Because? Because uh, because, um, he says, what's my motherfucking name? (laughs) And and he says, what's my motherfucking name? And Maybe I was
1: listening to the edited version. Are
0: you early? But Maybe it, I
1: was listening to the edited version. No, and-
0: it doesn't. No, no, no. Because even in the edge version, all it did was blank out the mother. It was like, he says, what's my name? And then she goes, are you early? That's not answering the question. <laughs> you
1: want me to make you mad again? I can keep going on the lyrics that I've messed up that make absolutely no sense. Mm.
0: <laughs> I had a cousin back in the day during the, um, the Dirty Dancing era who... You remember that song Hungry Eyes? <laughs> Hungry Eyes? Of
1: course, of course.
0: He uh he thought that they were saying heart green eyes. <laughs> this could be and my remember, best friend. I remember to myself going, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I I'm, like, I'm not down on you for messing up the lyrics, but that just doesn't make any sense heart green eyes. <laughs> <But you> like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, that's like, probably the only <laughs>
1: lyrics he knew in the entire song. That's all so, he knew. That's what I'm saying. So it's like if you don't know every single lyric, mm. you just are like, mm, "That's my part." Are you early? What does he say after that? What is it? Uh, what is it?
0: He's like something, Ex- Mary Jane. I'm having exactly. On the game. You don't
1: know. You don't know.
0: Hey, but I I know that in no way. Okay, let me tell
1: you. Let me tell you one more. Let me tell you one more. Sure. Say one more. One twelve. One twelve. Uh huh. One twelve. Um. Song. Cupid.
0: Yeah, it.
1: <clears throat> so somebody must have been saying, "Oh, I like the one twelve song, Cupid." I was like, oh I never heard that one before." Mm-hmm. And they were like, "It's one of their first hits. Yeah. Never heard it." Uh, they started singing the song, and I said, oh, "I was saying, <laughs> I right. was saying, what you, saying? you did." <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's
0: not funny. It's very it's sad because you have some kind of it's a it's a condition. It really is. And there's something wrong. There's a glitch. It really, I'm, I'm. The look I'm,
1: of disgust on your face. I swear, I was like, man, I never heard Cupid.
0: Right. And I, all but, the while, what, what, I, had I don't understand <laughs> about that in a real way, though. Seriously. Is, it's a, he says, they say, Cupid doesn't lie but you won't know unless you give it a try.
1: I wasn't even there. I was even going, you did. You know, when he says Cupid.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But you never asked yourself why the lyrics to the songs don't make sense. Cupid doesn't lie, but you won't know unless you give it a try. Cupid, the cherub angel responsible for love, doesn't lie. Like, that's the point of the song. Okay.
1: (laughs) Right. I li- so no. like your cousin I didn't know the rest of the lyrics so right. I was just like but, but, heart, just but it, you don't need
0: to know heart green doesn't make any sense there's no such thing and he would say it over and no, over no like
1: she has heart, green eyes but they're but they're but because they're filled with love it's like their heart no, their heart no, I get it no, I feel your cousin no. You, can, I can rationalize this
0: heart green eyes okay
1: you did you'll never hear it the same
0: <laughs> no I won't I know I hear it the same no I hear it the regular way because I don't I don't have the same affliction that you have. Now, uh, all right, Snoop. Wow, Snoop. Uh, you know, Snoop's having a big last couple of weeks. You know, he, uh, he's doing his boxing thing now. He's uh, commentating. Yeah. He's got the, the whole deal. But uh, he made some different type of headlines just recently. He criticized the WAP video. Snoop criticized the WAP video with four old men on us. Or maybe he didn't. Maybe he went full tasteful. Mm-hmm. Older Uncle Snoop on us. Now he criticized his video saying, let's have some privacy and some intimacy, uh, where he wants to find out as opposed to you telling him. And it, it, when we're talking about who wants to find out, we're talking about finding out the WAP. Now he told this, uh, to Julissa Bermudez on a show that I'm on.
1: Yeah. Shout out is- to Julissa.
0: Shout out to Julissa, the show that I'm on called uh, Central Lab. You guys can watch me on Central Lab. Check your local listens. Okay. Van of the House segment on Central Lab. But Snoop basically said- Our shows
1: come on back to back. I just would like to say that.
0: Extra in you know Central Lab?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, it's true? Yes. They come on back to back on Fox. Oh. You check out. Y'all can get your- Dude, double dose. Double dose. van and Rach.
0: Extra in Central Lab. So yeah, shout out to Julissa. So Snoop said basically he, want, he don't want you to tell him that you got that WAP. He wants to find it out on his own and thinks that some things are for private and the women should tuck their wops away, basically. Offset defended Cardi B saying that Black women should be uplifted in the rap game. Your thoughts on this?
1: This is one of those things where it's like, you got to read the article before you jump on the headline. Because right. I saw the headline and I was like, what? Snoop? Yeah. This is this is quite hypocritical. And then if you read later on, Snoop's like, listen, if I was... if." It's a different generation. If I was of the generation, I'd probably be on the remix. Admit it. He's basically talking in the sense of being 49 years old, having a daughter that's 21, and he just sees things in a different way. I didn't think it was that big of a deal after I read the article because he fully explains himself. So for the fact that he's like, if I was younger, I'd be about it, he's not really criticizing him. He's not really against it. He's just saying he's in a different place in his life where he necessarily doesn't want to hear that. I... I don't think he was that critical of Cardi B and Megan. Mm-hmm. That was just my take on it.
0: I'm with, I'm with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, I can appreciate Snoop's opinion. You know, yeah, whatever. it's an opinion. People, some people, I can appreciate, appreciate Snoop's opinion. Well, I tell you, I never want to be that. I want to be pro. You don't want to. You don't want to turn. You don't want to change. No, I want to okay. be pro wet ass pussy for the rest of my life. I never okay. want to be that. I never okay. want to be. I I I am going to. I would rather be the Madonna. You know how people look at Madonna and go Madonna, you know, come on girl, put Set that out. away. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like you, you know what I mean? No, but that to me is more, that's better. I would rather be that. I'd rather be completely free and unabashed and un, and unfucking goddamn afraid and out there to the end than one day to tell somebody to button up their their blouse to the top button, you know. And so I, I get what he's saying and I get that it changes but I don't. I don't want to change. I want to be. <laughs> I want to be like this. Forever. I want to be pro white ass <laughs> pussy for the rest. And it's kind of weird that Snoop's changed.
1: That's what it is. It's weird to hear it coming from him.
0: It is. It is yeah. because remember now, this is the same Snoop that less than a year ago completely destroyed Gail King and called her a funky dog headed bitch and all of that. When we gonna grow out of that? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, when we that's grow okay. Out of, yeah, when we gonna grow out of <laughs> talking to women about... because So we don't ever have to grow out of the way we speak to women. And Snoop came that's back what and, I was going to say. Snoop came back and said that he was wrong for it, but I mean, we don't have... I, I would think that we should grow out of the way we speak to women first and let women decide whether or not they want to grow out of the way they talk about themselves because that's on them.
1: Or just the double standard in general. You know, like, you're not criticizing men for having vulgar songs talking about a woman's body parts, but she can't do it herself. That's is like such a double standard. When are you going to grow out of the double standard as well as demeaning women? So it's okay for men to do certain things but women can't do that. Women can't take back their power in talking about their own body parts. So I get I get both sides of it. I just didn't I wasn't like, "Oh my god, Snoop, you know. I wasn't canceling him or anything after
0: that." Nah, there's no reason for that, man. Snoop Snoop is who he is and it's it's, it's all gravy. It, the only thing I never get about that is this there's a website called stormfront.org, or at least it used to be. And there are other websites that that traffic in um, white supremacist material. And the Proud Boys have a website and the message board and all that stuff like that. You know why those websites don't bother me? Why? Because I don't go to them.
2: Mm.
0: Like I know that they're there,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but I don't freak out about them because I don't go to them.
1: Yeah. Like, I don't... So it's out I, of sight, out of mind. I
0: don't watch the video. You ain't got to tell them, like, I don't have to... I'm not going to spend my time telling them not to put up their white supremacy Go crazy with it.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? But, like, I don't... If you don't like WAP video, don't watch it. You know what I mean? And by that's the way, it? there's a lot of other things like that. You can be critical of something if you feel like it's hurting people. Sure, of course you can, but, like, for stuff that's just kind of out there, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, but, look, Snoop's getting older. He's aging gracefully in hip-hop, and he's, in a couple of years, Snoop going to be out there in his house shoes, watering his lawn, staying telling <laughs> the kids to stay off his grass. So that's a, that's how it <laughs> I think he's already the there. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you see uh, the Missouri Teacher of the Year uh, be identified as a gang member? Did you see this?
1: I saw it from your post first, actually. Yeah, yeah.
0: Darian Cockrell. Darian Cockrell was named Missouri Teacher of the Year, and in a now deleted tweet, K A K E, a news outlet in Wichita. Uh, rather than use his name, read the headline said, former gang member is, is named Missouri's Teacher of the Year. On a scale of one to ten, one being let it go, ten being burn K-A-K-E to the ground, <laughs> where does this fall for you?
1: A ten. Because, oh, wow. I'll tell you why. Because after I saw what you posted, I Googled it, and everybody picked it up with the same headline. CNN, New York Post. I mean, just everybody... Who was first,
0: though? Because I can't... I I don't know who was first. Okay, CNN's was two days ago. So CNN might have been first. It said two days ago. KAKE might have just took the... Because a lot of people have been pointing this out. And I saw it when KAKE did it. But CNN could have easily been first in terms of identifying this brother as a former gang member.
1: Because in Missouri... When Jackson put together, was putting together the rundown, when you click that, it does not say former gang member. Right. So that's how Missouri. So I feel like, look, we both work in media. We know we understand how people want a catchy tagline for people to click it, but not at the expense of dehumanizing a person. This man is so much more than what he did when he joined a game at 10 years old because he was in the foster system and he was looking at it as a way to protect himself. You know what I mean? This is a man who has uh, come up in the foster sy- system, wanted to be a teacher. From what I understand, based on how teachers influenced his life, he wanted to become a teacher. And now he is recognized as one of the best, if the best teacher in his state. Why are we saying he's just a gang member? It, they, they dehumanized him, which is why I was upset when I saw it, and which is why it's a 10 to me, which is why when I Googled it and I saw all of that, I was upset all over again. Right. This man, as a person, he's a teacher, he's a role model. You're, you're making him just a gang member. I, I just uh, bother me.
0: Yeah, it, it's kind of the thing to where when you see the tweet and his name is not even in it, you're, for me personally, I can't speak for, for Darian, but for me personally, uh, as a Black man, as a Black person in America, I want the achievement to speak for me first, right?
2: As my, sto-
0: my, my story and what I've overcome, they oftentimes they define Black people by what we've overcome and how mm-hmm. hard it is. And I get that. I understand that people want to say, hey, it's difficult. Look what I've made it through. And I, sometimes we do that to ourselves. But the reality is, let's talk about the fact that I've overcome first. Let's talk about the fact that I am the teacher of the year. So- Link my name, not to the gang, but to the achievement. Link my mm-hmm. name to what it is that I've done. All right? It's like, don't tell the story of of all the bad shit that I've had to go through before you tell the story of where I am now. So, right. hey, Darian Cockrell, teacher of the year, recalls his former, like, the trials and tribulations he's overcome, blah, 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 blah. Tell I'm here and I'm me. Don't jump backwards. Stay in the present with who I am now, and then we could talk all about that. Let. What's his last name? Cockrell.
1: Cockrell. Let me ask you this because I saw People Magazine wrote it this way: Darian yeah. Cockrell, ex-gang member, recognized as teacher of the
0: year. I don't have way. I have less of a problem with that. Okay? okay. Now I still have a small problem with it because I want teacher of the year to become come before ex-gang member. Okay. Mm-hmm. But that story at least humanizes him first and then talks Agreed. about what he's gone through. You can see where that story's going.
1: Yeah. This story exactly. right
0: here is a little bit murkier. And, and secondly, I don't think that we should actually even hold it against him that he was in the gang. I know why he joined the gang. I can yeah. tell you why. His last name is Cockrail. Do you know how much he probably got made fun of? Do you know how much, how many people probably came up to him,
1: I'm not- called him <laughs>
0: Do you know how many times, like, of course he joined the game. He was walking home, hey, cockrail, cock, rail, cock, 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 cock. He's got cock rail. <laughs> there's Darren cock, 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 cock. You got the big cock. Hey, Darren. Is this what you would have done to You Darren? got, hey, bro, Darren, bro. He's like, there's a small cock rail back there. Hey, small cock rail. You in the back of the bus? <laughs> a little, there's a guy, they got a little cock rail I back know there. what kid you were at school. Or, like, if his dad came, oh, you're the bigger cock rail. Your son... <laughs> is Little Cockerell. Hey, Little Cockerell. And so after that, this man was like, look, like, I probably got to you know, I joined the gang, they give me a cool nickname. You know what I'm saying? They give me a cool nickname if I join the gang. You know what I'm saying? Like they, you know, so bad. OG <laughs> Cockerell or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and so he joins the gang, but then he gets out of it once he gets secured of himself. And now he's Missouri Teacher of the Year. So get off this man's cockerel, Get off his <laughs> Cockerell. Um, <laughs> no, but it, it, it when I saw it, I was very upset. But yeah. uh, I, I, I want to take the time right now to just go ahead and say, I'm, I'm proud of you, brother. I'm proud of you, Darren. You know, you've been through a lot. You're more than what you've been through. But yeah, I'm proud of Darren Cockrell, uh, Teacher of the Year. That's an important thing. Teachers are very important.
1: Absolutely. You got teachers in your family?
0: No, we don't do those types of jobs.
1: Okay. My mom is a retired teacher. What does she teach? 20 plus years, First Baptist Academy.
0: Oh, she it's teaches just- like Christian stuff.
1: That's where we went. That's where I oh, we went. Oh, you went to
0: Christian school? Mm-hmm. Oh, I never knew this.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, you got something to say about
0: that? I never knew this. Did we Have we already talked about lock-ins on this before? Have we talked about lock-ins? No,
1: we have We not. haven't talked about
0: lock-ins. <laughs> see, see how she said that? No, we have not. Did you guys have lock-ins?
1: We, I didn't do them at the school, but I went to other churches that had lock-ins with friends from school. Have you ever done a lock-out?
0: What's a lock-out?
1: It's the, just the opposite. Like you, keep, they you, they keep making you do certain things so you stay out, like all outside. Night. Yeah, like we went to like a bowling alley. I like an and you arcade. were locked
0: outside of the bowling alley, or you had to stay in the no. bowling alley all night all night. Like long? you go
1: to the bowling alley, then you go somewhere else, and it was like they keep you up all night, but you keep doing anything. So instead of locked into one place where you can't go anywhere, you're locked out.
0: Oh no, that's so like stupid you keep doing- as hell. That's no, dumb. don't be
1: mad because you never got to do it. It's
0: dumb as hell. I
1: saw you I saw you put a little smile on your face when I said bowling alley. i tell you something.
0: If you guys don't know what a lock-in is, it's like the kids come to like the, <laughs> the church. They used to have them at Family Christian Academy in Baton Rouge and at the AME church. Um, the kids come to the church and they give you some um it's like a big slumber party for all the kids. Right. They give you some word at the first and they talk a little about different things, you talk and then it's a night full of games and play. And then got like a, uh, they had like a little area where they had video games and then they, we played dodgeball and then they give you snacks. But here's the thing about a lock-in. The age range of a lock-in, from what I knew, went from about 13, sometimes a little bit younger, to around 16, 17, right about there. Yes. Yeah. So, What always happens at a lock-in, if we're being real, and I hate to be crass right now.
1: I didn't experience, I didn't see this, but go ahead. What
0: always happened at a lock-in was fingering.
1: (laughs) I never, Uh, I never, I'm not saying it didn't happen. I just wasn't around it
0: that, like, it
1: was,
0: (laughs) what happened at a lock-in, I'm sure people are listening right now. Lock-in, big fingering conventions. It's just the reality of it. Because what happens is we're kids. And the lock-in people are either in their 20s or in their 30s because they're the youth pastors. There's nothing in life more interesting to me than a youth pastor. A youth pastor... Really? Yeah, why do you feel this way? Are you a youth pastor? No, I
1: just want to hear your explanation as to why you find them so interesting.
0: Youth pastors want to be regular pastors. They're on their way to be regular pastors. The youth pastor is a stopgap to getting there. They don't necessarily love kids. All right? they don't, Some of them do, but they always, what they have to do is they have to be relatable. They so have they to have, be
1: cool. They have to be so cool. Be Down su- with the rest of the kids. So they have yeah. to be
0: super cool. Yeah. And that coolness, as it crosses up against Christian values, is hysterical. Because <laughs> I remember I had a youth pastor give me a clean version of a Tupac CD and I was like, nigga, if you don't get this out of my fucking face, <laughs> like, like, who's listening to the edited version? Hey, listen, man, you can still listen. Tupac's got some, I know he's got some super dope messages, bro. Like, I know you can listen to it, but you don't, you don't have to get completely out of your word. Just take some of the filth out of it, man. Just remove the Satan. Keep the, keep the same rhythms. Here you go. I tossed that. I'm not listening to that. I'm 14 years old. What are you doing?
1: I had edited CDs. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had them.
0: I had one that was like the uh, Wu-Tang. And every time the Wu-Tang Clan cursed, they put in a bzzz, like a bee buzzer. <laughs> Wu-Tang oh. forever, mother bzz. I'm like, what? <laughs> Get out of here with that.
1: To this day, there are songs that I... D- I'm like, whoa, that's what they said? That I'll hear because I had an edited version.
0: Right. Lock-ins. But anyway, so at the lock-in, you... Uh, so at the lock-in, what happens is these youth pastors and stuff like that, they're not our same age. They're just a little bit older, but they're they're still young. But yeah, they go to sleep. Yeah. We don't go to sleep. Like, we stay up all night long. We might go to sleep at a lock-in, thirty, six o'clock in the morning. When right. your parents come to get you, you might sleep on the way back. We don't go to sleep. We stay up all night long playing video games, all night long eating Pop-Tarts, all night long eating the... Because the, kids get pooped out on pizza, and then the fat kids like me go out and eat the leftover pizza that nobody ate. Like... <laughs> Like we, and once they go to sleep, people start sectioning it off, man. <laughs> and there's always a nook or a cranny. I was always in the good crowd. I was one of the good ones. It never went down in a lock in for you.
1: It might have. I just never, I was so oblivious to it. I remember I had friends tell me, Rachel, we don't tell you certain things because we want to protect you. <laughs> so apparently something went down. I right. just wasn't a part of it. I was very much so a goody two shoes.
0: <sighs> anyway, I don't know how we got to lock ins from 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 this entire because
1: I said I went to First Baptist Academy, the mm-hmm. Saints,
0: the Saints, First Baptist Academy, the Saints. Well, you I went. I you went, ever I went seen to, the
1: movie Saved?
0: Yes, of course. I went that to was that you? school. Seriously,
1: like very much so. God mm-hmm. told me that we shouldn't be together, type thing. Wow. God, like, yeah.
0: Yeah, I remember Uh, I, when I getting into theology when I was going to, to hanging around FCA, it was very, very interesting. Getting into theology and some of the different sciences that go along with interpretation of the Bible, you know, it really gets your head into it. All right, I'll, out of that heathenistic talk that we're coming, we're going to take a break. All right, now we told you guys that we would bring on somebody who could answer some of these pesky vaccine questions and kind of get us to an understanding of the public health moment that we are in. Because, to be honest with you guys, me and Rachel, well, we cannot do that. Um, And so we have found that person, uh, Dr. Abdul El-Sayed. He is an American politician, former public health professional, uh, professional, shall I say, medical doctor and civil servant. He has all the answers, hopefully, doctor, you have all the answers <laughs> to our uh, pesky vaccine questions now in the introduction, did I miss anything that you would want the audience to know about you as well?
2: yeah, so i used to uh, I used to run the health department in the city of Detroit and um, mm. got to rebuild that department after it' had been shut down and my background is in epidemiology, so uh, my work is about studying uh, epidemics um, and uh and so I hope that I can answer um, whatever questions you all have about the uh, virology, the vaccinology, the epidemiology, and, um, and what we can look forward to from here. So, um, mm. so there's a lot, a lot in front of us, uh, but uh, a lot behind us, too. And I uh, look forward to the conversation. Sure. So let me ask you a very just
0: open-ended question. When you first uh, realized that there was going to be a coronavirus spread, here in the mainland United States of America, your first reaction was what? What did you think it would be, and how close did it come to what you thought it was going to be?
2: I'll be honest. I started paying attention to this in January, and um, mm. uh, and that was when I first heard stories uh about the spread of this new uh, disease out of China, and um. I'll be frank with you. The minute I had learned that it hit the United States and had been hearing about the consequences in China, I knew it was going to be a real issue. And I remember because um, I actually had a book come out in uh, at the end of March, and we had had this 39-stop book tour, all booked out. We were going to go all over the country. And um, and I remember calling uh, my associate, uh, and it would have been early March, and saying, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to have to cancel all of it. And, um, and I was just reading the tea leaves. Now I I knew that, um, by the time we had hit late March and we were seeing those numbers skyrocket, that we were not going to be out of this until either we figured out how to come together as a country, do the things we needed to do to stop the spread of this thing, um, and choose to live a life that was a bit curtailed by the pandemic or, uh, we had a vaccine, and you know we all know how the story went. Uh, we were not able to to have the kind of collective action, the uh, community response to this, in large part because I hate to say it, we uh, from the very top of of, of government um, had a an approach to denying and, uh, and and dissuading others from doing the things that they could do to protect themselves. Um, and so here we are, and you know vaccines uh, were were uh, rolled out uh, today on Monday, and. Um, And that's a big deal, but um, that is the beginning of the end. It's certainly not the end. It's all uphill from here, I had to say. It's like we're uphill toward the the light at the end of the tunnel.
1: Yeah, Doctor, you had a very interesting um, segment on CNN, and I want to pick up where you left off because we definitely want to get into the vaccine now that we have this news that this week it's being delivered and people are taking it in the United States. But you said the end will be painful. And I thought that that was so important for us to hear, and I'm hoping that you can share that with our listeners. Why do you say the end will be painful, even with the arrival of the vaccine?
2: Yeah, I'll give you a couple of reasons. Uh, number one, uh, we have the fastest and uh, most deadly spread uh, that we have had of this virus over the past couple of months, from the beginning of the history of the, of, of, of the virus, and so uh, we are in the part of the of the pandemic that they're going to write about when the historians write about this thing, this is going to be the part they write about. Um, The second part is that we are starting to exhaust our hospital resources and uh, we are watching as hospitals are starting to fill up. And and the worry that I have is that when hospitals start to fill up, what happens is that um, folks who otherwise could have gotten great care and potentially lived, they get triaged meaning uh, decisions are made about where to put scarce hospital resources to protect the folks uh, who have the best shot at living or have the most life in front of them to live. And that—that that is a, a really scary circumstance because it means that people who otherwise might have lived because of lack of healthcare don't. Um, and then the last thing I'll say is that, uh, you know, I, I wish I could say that because there is a light at the end of the tunnel, that all of that uh, death and disease will go away. But I actually worry that because of that, people are going to think, well, you know, it's only a matter of time until I get my Uh, my vaccine. So I might as well maybe just not put my mask on today or uh, maybe just do that thing that I wouldn't have otherwise have done. And I worry that people are going to take their foot off uh, the gas when it comes to protecting themselves because uh, the end looks near. And so for all of those reasons, I'm worried. But look, here's the thing. I hope I'm wrong, right? I I hope that everybody uh, just proves me wrong, that we all do the things that we need to do. Because at the end of the day, this is not a force that exists outside of us. We get to make decisions about what it is that we do to protect ourselves and protect our families and protect our communities. Um, and if we make those choices, then uh, we can protect ourselves. And if we don't, um, then uh, that, that is the circumstance I'm worried about. It's just that, you know, if you look at where, what decisions people are making, I really am worried about the next couple of months.
0: So given that, first of all, Doc, I appreciate that. I appreciate everything you just said. That is going to really really uh, do wonders for my anxiety. So thank you, Doc, for that for that, for that, sobering... <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, pre- I, pre- I, 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 I appreciate that. Why don't you just lie to me, huh? Doc, what, what, doc, doc we're, we're drowning over here. So why would you... You, you, you should have been like, you know he what I mean? He said
1: there's a light. He yeah, he said, said there's a there light. was a
0: light. But it was kind of like an Andy Dufresne Shawshank Redemption light where you got to <laughs> swim through the fucking tunnel of shit. To get to the end, so I appreciate you, Doc. This um, is the
2: it's the Shawshank pandemic. It's the Shawshank uh, pandemic. Yeah, no, but look, I, I want to ask you something. So,
0: given that that dire uh, sort of outlook right there, what's your opinion of celebrities and luminaries and different people that you see potentially operating without a mask? For example, we talked about uh, James Harden here on this podcast, who's a basketball player for the mm-hmm. uh, for the Houston Rockets, at least for the time being. He went to a party and it was a party for a rapper down there in Atlanta, and he didn't have his mask on. He didn't have mm-hmm. a mask on. He wasn't wearing a mask. He, he, uh, he, they, he wasn't social distancing. And there are people, a lot of people, in prominent positions, um, not just James, but other people, that don't seem to take heed to the, safe, uh, the, the public safety and health guidelines. What kind of damage do you feel like people who have that type of influence are doing to society at large uh, when they kind of cut corners like that?
2: Yeah, well, look, I, I you know, uh, I love James Harden's beard. Uh, if I could grow something that that dense and thick, uh, right. you know, I, 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 I'd be a lot more popular these days. But I, I got this, you know, the, I, as a, as an Arab dude, right? The one thing I should have going for me is a thick beard, and I don't know what happened there. Um, but, uh, but, uh, but, you know, one of the things that I, I hope that some of these celebrities think through is that I, I know, um, this has been a really hard pandemic for all of us, and. How many interactions did you miss out on? How many things did you have to cancel? And I told you about my book tour, right? I mean, it was my first, uh, big published book. I was really excited about it and, um, and had to cancel the tour. And that's, that's a minimal loss. Honestly, people have lost so much more, um, than, 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 than that. But I get it. People are upset and they're frustrated. And at some point you, you kind of want to go about living your life. But, but part of what comes with the privilege of being a celebrity is, um, is that people pay attention to what you do. And in particular, the kids. And, you know, th- that's what I always try and think about is that, you know, what kid is watching? And what are they thinking about the world? And who are they looking up to? And what can I do to potentially get that kid and get that kid's family uh, to do something that's just a little bit safer, that's just a little bit better for that kid. And so th- it does do damage, right? Because people look at um, at, at celebrities, people who uh, they look up to because of, you know, how good they are basketball or because of uh, you know th- their ability to sing, or 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 you know otherwise uh, how entertaining they are, and 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 they take cues. And so this is one of those things that unfortunately all of us got to be in on together. And when anybody um, chooses to to do something unsafe, because of the nature of how virus is spread, if unfortunately all of us get hurt, and it's not just the virality of the virus, right? It's the virality of the behaviors that allow the virus to move. And, mm-hmm. and that's the thing I want people to understand, right? There are two viralities here. It's the way the virus spreads, and then it's also the way our behavior spreads. And I I got to say it, right? Like, I mean, worst of all, you, you think about the misinformation that's coming out of the, the the current president, and you say, well, you know, how many lives could we have saved if everybody was on the same page and said, look, this is serious. We've got to take this seriously. We've got to protect ourselves. And, you know, as a, as a relatively young person, I'm talking to relatively young people, right? Sometimes I think we go about life thinking we're invincible. and. Uh, that you know, it's not going to hurt me. But if you think about it, right? Given that I am my grandmother's grandson, I am my my father's uh, uh, son. Um, everything that I do affects them too, and they're not invincible. And so, I've got to think about what happens for those kids who are watching, and also uh, for those folks in my life who who may not be uh, who may not be as healthy as I am. And I've got to think with them in in mind. And this this virus is a wake up call to all of us that we live in this thing together right? Not not one of us gets to say that, you know, I'm an island unto myself. No, what I do affects other people, what other people do affects me. And I've got a responsibility to that. And I hope that, you know, that this is a wake-up call because it's not just the virus, right? Think about the circumstances of inequality and the circumstances of poverty and, you know, climate change. These are all collective problems. And if we're serious about taking them on, I hope we learn some lessons from this.
1: Mm. When you talk about behaviors, I'm interested in your thought about collegiate and professional sports. I mean, we're continuing to see games being postponed and the safety of the athletes being compromised, particularly the amateur ones who aren't professionals and getting paid for what they do. Uh, What are your thoughts about that?
2: Yeah, look, I love sports and um, sports are a real pastime for us. And uh, they they really, you know, for folks who say, well, they're not important. I think they are important. But I also think that protecting players and also setting a good example, given what we just talked about, uh, with, uh, with James Harden, um, is, is probably more important. And so, you know, the other side of this is that there are a lot of people making a lot of money off of, off of college and professional sports. And this particular in college, it's not the athletes. And so I think, you know, in college in particular, there's a real responsibility to put the athletes first and to think about whether or not it is worth a, a, a few folks making a lot of money, um, to set a bad example and potentially put people's, uh, uh, people in, in harm's way. And then on the other side, right? Um, when you look at the the NFL, you know this is a bit of a different uh, a different ball game. Uh, you've got uh, folks who are being paid and, and sharing in um, the proceeds. But at the same time, if it's unsafe and uh, it potentially is putting a lot of folks who are who are not just the players, but all of the folks who are necessary to be able to make an NFL game work, uh, if it's putting all of them in harm's way, I think we got to think twice. Um, and then the, the other thing I'll say is that, you know, uh, we watched um, we watched the Denver Broncos play a game without a quarterback. Right. And I, I would have thought for sure somebody would have signed Colin Kaepernick at that point. I'm like, yo, that man's waiting to play. They put couldn't. him in the game. You need a quarterback. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. that didn't happen. I was a little bit upset about that, but they yeah. couldn't sign him. They couldn't.
0: Like the way the thing is, he wouldn't have been able to clear to get in time there. But I don't think they still would. He was liked. he was going to make yeah. quarantine. Right. That Yeah, was he the was going to make quarantine. Yeah, yeah they couldn't. Right. Um, Okay, so let me ask you this. Let's move on to the vaccine now, talk a little bit about that and some of the vaccines out there and some of the, the conversations around these vaccines and, you know, what they're going to do. We here on Higher Learning, I don't know if you know this, doctor, we have an anti-vaxxer here. Uh, okay. Rachel, Rachel Lindsay. I am um, not
1: an anti-vaxxer. Uh, 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 don't Rachel, start that rumor.
0: <laughs> Rachel Lindsay, my co-host, has said several times on the- I said the, I'm
1: nervous.
0: On the podcast that she- is going to take a wait-and-see approach to the vaccine that she doesn't want to take it, okay? That's, I, initially. This a stretch, initially, doctor. Initially. This is- so here's the thing. <laughs> there are Americans, particularly, we'll talk about Black Americans, who have a great deal of medical distrust uh, in terms of things that come from not just the American government, but from Big Pharma, because let's face it, in the past, we haven't always had the most transparent relationship with any of these entities. And I know a lot of brothers and sisters out there, a lot of people in general, but a lot of specifically brothers and sisters who are saying they don't trust the vaccine, that the vaccine was rolled out too fast. I remember when the pandemic first started, I read things in the New York times that said it would take two to four years to get a workable vaccine. It took eight months to get a workable vaccine. So if you having the wealth of the the vast the vast knowledge that you have talking to somebody who's a lay person in it what would you say to make them comfortable being vaccinated and how can you explain the quick timetable by which this vaccine th- this vaccination was created and then tested and then rolled out to the public
2: yeah well let me let me let me speak to that and and first i understand um the 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 trepidation right this is a, a new vaccine that's been uh, that's been um uh rolled out on a timeline that we'd never seen before um and and i i i i fully appreciate in particular um the 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 the, the long shadow of a very very broken history um that has left black americans w- without trust in a system that has abused and exploited them right i mean mm-hmm. sure. you go to you know, think about J. Marion Sims and in the the experiments that he ran on black women. You think about the Tuskegee uh, syphilis experiment. You think about just the fact that in 2020, um, the 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 a, a a pregnant mom going in to to give birth is three times as likely to die in childbirth as um, if she's black than than if she's white. And I understand entirely um, that trepidation, but I'll say this, um. You know the Moderna vaccine in particular, uh, but many of these vaccines they were they were put together by teams um, that are actually quite diverse. In fact, the Moderna vaccine uh, one of the lead researchers at the NIH um, is a, a black woman. Uh, her name is Dr. Corbett, and um, and part of what has allowed us to move as fast as we have. Is that the science has just shifted, and part of that is because uh we've now got all of our uh country's uh scientific minds at play, not just folks uh who uh because of systemic racism have been allowed into uh those privileged spaces um and I'll also say that um science you know is a process, and the way science works so science doesn't say anything science is just a process by which we ask and answer questions and um We've taken these vaccines through extremely rigorous trials. And I I've I've looked at the data uh, uh directly. And as an epidemiologist, my science is about trying to understand um what these data tell us coming out of these kinds of trials. And this is a very safe, very effective vaccine. Now, is it new? Certainly. And do we have data that that is years and years old? No, we don't, because this is uh a, a vaccine that is uh set to prevent. Uh, contracting a virus that's that's only ever been in humanity for less than a year. Um, and yet I think about what the trade-offs are, right? Because in in science when you think about uh, taking something, putting something in your body, there's always a trade-off. What's what's the risk? What's the benefit? Given what we understand about the side effect profile, right? The 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 side effects that we've seen, right, are simply the the same old side effects that you see with most vaccines. It's the pain at the injection site, right? Because you got a needle stuck in your arm. It's the um, malaise and, and sometimes fever because the vaccine is working and activating your immune response, and your immune response uh, sends out these chemicals from from your own body that that gives you a fever, et cetera, because your body thinks that it's being infected, but actually it's not infected it's learning the code of that virus that it's trying to prevent, and because of that infection process, do you mean because of that uh, immune immune process, you're now immune from being infected in the future. Um, and then you look at the, the 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 upside, right? And the upside is that you're 95% likely to be protected from a virus whose short-term consequences uh, have killed 300,000 Americans and whose long-term consequences we're still starting to understand. You Look at upwards of 30% of people who get infected with COVID-19. Uh, and these are folks who are having long-term side effects that are lasting months and months and months. And then there's an added benefit across society, which is the faster we get people immunized the faster it is that we bring this pandemic to its knees and we end uh the the way that we've had to live um for the past uh 9 months so to me right looking at the cost and the benefit i can't wait to get my vaccination as soon as i uh get the opportunity to be in line my shoulders are going to be right out there uh bare looking to get that 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 vaccine because it means that i'm not just protecting myself from a deadly virus but i'm also protecting people around me uh, from a deadly virus. And, um, and I think that the science is sound, uh, and that this is worth taking. So, you know, I put my, I put my shoulder where my mouth is. Um, and, uh, and I'll tell you that, that, um, when you look at the science on this thing, it really is a, a medical marvel that this has happened. Um, and I think that, uh, that all of us who can, uh, ought to be vaccinated to protect ourselves first and foremost, but also protect our community.
1: Were you looking me straight in the eye when you said that? Dr. No, no, of said, course. I okay, was, I was, I was just making sure after I after, after, van. The way, after the way van prepped that question. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. No, I just but, I want to I
2: want to say something though, because like, look, I get that people are are skeptical. Like, it's okay to be skeptical. In fact, the essence of science is skepticism, right? Thank you. And it's okay to be skeptical. But what's important is that you don't just you don't just sit in your skepticism, but that you look and you assess your skepticism next to the evidence. And if the evidence suggests that this thing is safe and effective, you should take it. Right, and, and if the evidence suggests that it's not, then you shouldn't. So, I, I, you know, I never blame people for for being skeptical. That's that's what good scientists should be. But I also think that it's worth always assessing our skepticism next to the rigor of the science. And if the science holds out, then then we move forward. We do the thing that is it is is best for ourselves uh, and our loved ones.
1: So now that we know the vaccine is out here, I want to talk a little bit about how you receive it you know with the number of doses when it really takes effect and to where either you're protected and then i guess the other side of that question is how do you know if you can infect someone else like what kind of protection do you have and then what type of protection does the person have that comes into contact with you that may have not taken the vaccine
2: yeah so um it's a a a two dose course uh, that uh, is spaced apart about 21 days and uh, you go just like any other vaccination, you know, they, they stick a needle in your arm and they and they put it in. Um, and usually if if folks uh, are going to experience those side effects, that malaise, that, that potential fever that, that we talked about, it's usually in the first 24 hours. And again, that's just your immune response, recognizing that there's something new in there uh, and firing up to learn the code of the virus uh, so that when you see it next time you can beat it. And then uh, 21 days later, you get another uh, vaccination and it's just sort of a, a, a re-up, a, a relearning process, Right. Um, uh so that um any part that your immune system missed it it picks up um and then you know within within about uh ten days so uh usually the whole course ten days to 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 two weeks, the whole course being you know five to six weeks uh you're considered immune, and the data show us that ninety five percent uh uh immunity and that that really is a big deal now um you you are protecting other people in your community because you're now somebody uh who is not going to get sick or at least ninety five percent likely not to get sick from. Uh, From the virus, but it is theoretically possible, and this is something we're still studying, that you could harbor a small amount of the virus, you know, in your nose and potentially pass it on. But it's still highly unlikely that that happens. Um, And uh, and so that's why we recommend, even if folks have have been vaccinated, that they continue to wear a mask uh, to 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 protect other people um, from that potential risk. Um, Now, I want to talk a little bit about how this virus works because it's actually really cool. Um, So. Imagine your DNA, right? Uh, DNA for any living being is sort of like the book of life, right? All of the codes for all of the things that you could make are in that book of life. And then the way that your body translates that book of life, right, into making stuff, right, that it needs uh, is by writing a little note, right? So you walk to the book of life, you're like, I need to figure out how to make, you know, this spike protein. So you you turn on the spike protein page, you take a little note about what it says, and then you carry the note off to the machinery, and the machinery then makes that, that spike protein. What this um, vaccine does, which is actually really, really cool, is that instead of introducing the entire virus or a dead version of the virus or like an attenuated um, sort of uh, 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 weaker version of the virus, it introduces a note, that mRNA, right? That's what mRNA is. It's the note that you copied from the book of life that's the DNA. It introduces it, and then your body's own cells make that protein, right? And then that protein turns on your immune system and because your immune system says, that's not part of me, right? That, 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 mm-hmm. that, that thing you all just made, that's not part of me. So it activates the immune system. But what's cool here is that mRNA, that note, is set to be torn up after you use it, right? Your body naturally just tears up these extra notes because you don't want them just sitting around telling all the machinery to make stuff, right? So it naturally gets torn up. So the part of the uh, of the vaccine that is biologically active gets torn up. It doesn't even stay in your body. Your body naturally tears it up versus... Right. The, the the old version of a vaccine, which was a a piece of a, a piece of a virus or a virus itself, it, it lasts a lot longer. So it makes sense that the side effect profile of this vaccine would be lower, right? Because the stuff that you're putting in your body, that note, right, gets torn up in the process. Um, and mm-hmm. so folks, you know, should understand that this is actually from a theoretical perspective. I remember being in med school being like, oh, that's super cool that, that they're gonna make that. And now here we are, right, uh, 10 years later. Uh, and 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 uh, we're about to be vaccinated with it. It really is a medical marvel. So stay right there, then, because mm-hmm. that's very important to say. So if we
0: stay right there, then what we have is the realization that the technology that enables this vaccine to work was not created in the last eight months. The technology, the mRNA technology that allows this vaccine to be effective, is something that had been in the works for years and years and years prior to this epidemic and is now just being utilized on the scale that it is in order to stop this particular spread.
2: Yeah, that's a really good point, Van. So, you know, you think about it, how often do you get new viruses? That's not that often, right? Right. And so you've got this technology hanging around where scientists are like, ah, this could be a really cool use of this tech, but there's no reason to use it because the vaccines we've been using traditionally work just fine, right? So why would we use this new tech? This was the perfect test case, right? It was a perfect case where you're like, listen, once I know, right, once we can copy the genome of the, of the, um, the, the virus, then, right, we can use that genome to code the mRNA, to code that little note, right? And we can then turn it into a vaccine immediately. And what's amazing about that is it doesn't require you to then figure out how to attenuate the virus, figure out how to introduce dead virus. You just know the, 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 uh, the virus's DNA. You turn it into mRNA that codes for the, the protein that you uh, want your body's immune system to recognize, and boom, you're there. In fact, in fact, we knew by January what the DNA of the virus was and could start turning it into this vaccine from then. That's why, A, we wanted to use this new tech that's been sitting around for a while because it allowed us to fast forward the, 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 the vaccination process right? of creating a vaccine, um, and allows us to get to this point where now we can uh, get to a point where we're vaccinating people with a safe and effective vaccine.
1: Mm. So it had nothing to do with Trump. Good
2: to know. No, you know, <laughs> here's the here's the other thing. Look, you're not going to find somebody who 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 disdains Donald Trump as much as I do, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a Muslim dude in America, and uh, I remember I remember the day he said a complete and total shutdown of Muslims entering this country. I'm never for, going to forget that, right? And I think about uh, my little girl, and I'm raising her in this country. And thinking about right, like my, my grandfather was an American citizen. My my, my stepmom, who raised me, is a daughter of the American Revolution. Right, mm. and I'm thinking this man wants to 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 get rid of people who pray like I do, simply because we pray the way we do. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I I I wish he was not president at this time. I think we would have had a uh, a far um, uh, lower death count, and we would have had a very very different course in this pandemic. And you know. The, the, a lot of folks look at this and say, "Well, he's been messing around with the process." The reality of it is, though, is that the thing about science is it's transparent, right? You show me the data, I can tell you if it's safe and effective. And so, even though he's been mucking around and trying to take credit, you know, right, he had no impact on the science of this process, right? The science was here before him, right, and the execution of it was simply a choice of whether or not we were going to fund it, right? Mm-hmm. And and so, you know, I, I want folks to to rest easy that you know this is not a Trump vaccine, right? This is a vaccine built off of decades and decades of research from incredibly smart, uh, you know, nonpartisan scientists that finally had the moment to be able to turn into a vaccine that could save a lot of lives.
1: I have, um, I, I wanted to get this question in because I was actually talking with to a friend about this this morning. I haven't heard a lot about pregnant women getting mm. the vaccine. And I know I'm at the age where I know a lot of people who are trying or, um, you know, in the process of that for next year. So what information is there out there for women that are trying to get pregnant or that are currently pregnant and want to take the vaccine?
2: So the best advice is that um, uh, pregnant women or, or women who could be pregnant um, should talk to their doctor. Uh, here's the thing. They weren't included explicitly in the trials. Uh, They're going to be spinoff trials now that include specifically pregnant women. But because of the nature of the world there were people who didn't think they were pregnant who ended up being pregnant who took the vaccine and from what we understand right th- they were they were safe and uh and that it did not complicate uh their, their pregnancy that being said we do want more research and so mm-hmm. it's worth anybody who is pregnant or potentially could be pregnant to have a conversation with their doctor uh, as they think about getting vaccinated um and interestingly and importantly Right, neither the FDA nor the CDC said that um, pregnant women should not take the vaccine. So they were included in the group of people who uh, could be vaccinated. And that says a lot about uh, the confidence that scientists have in the safety and efficacy of this vaccine in pregnant women. But it's important to talk to your doctor uh, nonetheless.
0: Okay, rapid fire, quick, short burst answers now. I'm gonna gonna throw them at you, Doc. All right, number one, are you in fact a member of the deep state trying to indoctrinate us into taking something that was created in order to start a new world order? Yes or no? I am absolutely not. You are not. Number two, is there even even a 5% chance that we are entering into an I Am Legend scenario where taking this (laughs) vaccine is going to end up creating 70% of the world's population into being night stalkers who cannot uh, tolerate sunlight but must feed on their fellow human beings? Is that going to happen? I haven't
2: seen Will Smith yet, so no.
0: You haven't seen Will Smith, so no. Number three, and probably the most important, okay, of all of these, what do you think is going to be the date that I, Van Lathan, am going to be able to walk into a gentleman's club, (laughs) safely tip a dancer, safely get a little lappy, lappy, safely walk around and have some old school with Kalika's permission fun in the club. Uh, what do you, when do you think that will be?
2: Uh, My guess would be sometime between June and September.
0: That's pretty soon, man. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Cause you know, it's, but that's it's, a guess. That's a guess. And only oh, because look. I see
2: you, I see you itching there. So, you know, that's
0: how it is. You know, you know what I mean? Okay. Doc, look, we appreciate your time today, yes, Rachel. Did you have anything you. else?
1: No, no, no. He answered all my questions. Thank um, you. Yeah,
0: you did. Now, uh on a serious last note, I will I will ask this. There is an anti-vaxxer movement that is out there. There yeah. are people that every day we see them on in inter- on the internet, on Facebook, which I'm not on, but on Instagram. They say that vaccines will, you know, cause a rise in autism. They say that vaccines are unsafe. They say that vaccines are unnatural. They say that vaccines are uh, dangerous and scary, and there are a lot of people too, who are susceptible to those beliefs. Uh, what, if anything, would you say to people who are hearing all of that stuff? They're hearing that it might cause Bell Bell's palsy, or that it might cause their children to be autistic, uh, or, or something like that. What would you say to them to break them free from those ideas?
2: Yeah, I would say you know I. A lot of that is driven by fear. And I think when when we get afraid, we want answers that feel certain. And that tends to be where conspiracy theories thrive. And I just think it's worth always bringing that skepticism, right? Ask people, don't tell me a story, right? Because that story is not data. Show me evidence, right? Show me evidence of a systematic study that has linked these things together. Because there is no real evidence. And people say, well, let me tell you about my cousin. And you'd be like, okay, there are a lot of different things that could have happened with your cousin, right? That's not evidence. A story is not evidence. I want evidence. And it tends to be that when we bring our skepticism and when we hold our skepticism up to the evidence that a lot of these hypotheses don't hold. The other thing I'll say is that unfortunately there are a lot of folks who are interested in swindling people out of the money, right? And grifting people out of the money. And it's an easy way to grift people out of the money when you say, well, uh, the vaccines don't work, but let me tell you what does, right? Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden you're selling uh the uh the response, right? And so I, I just I I always ask people like who's making money on the back end of this thing? And look, I I am one of the biggest uh 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 uh, uh members of the uh, deal of 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 pharma and the way that they operate and the way that they raise prescription drug costs and the things that they do, right? right? But when it comes to vaccines, they don't make much money off vaccines. I'll be honest with you, right? Like that's not where they're making their money. They're making their money on uh, raising prices of insulin, they're making their money on some of these new biological drugs. They're uh, making their money in different ways. Vaccines don't make them much money, and so the notion that somehow pharma is you know tricking us or the deep state and pharma have come together to sell us a bunch of vaccines, like th- that's not really how that works. And so. I believe that we have to bring our skepticism always, that we always have to ask who's making money on the back end of this thing. But then we also have to hold it up to reality and ask, all right, so who is making money, right? And if you got, you know, the the dude who's got his his group on Facebook, right, who's now selling you uh, his alternative to the vaccine, that guy is trying to make money off of you, right? It's not big pharma and, and deep state. It's that guy trying to sell you something that you don't need, that ultimately will keep you less healthy because you're not taking those vaccines. And so it's important. Now, I understand people being afraid, but it's important to bring our skepticism and hold it up to reality and ask, all right, like when when I take my skepticism to this thing, what actually pans out? Mm. All right, Doc, we're out of here, man. Plug something before we
0: go. Like where 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 can they find you? Where can they get more of your inf- information from you? You roll these things out in such a digestible way. I feel smarter for having had this conversation. <laughs> where can they get more of you and more of this good knowledge?
2: Absolutely, you could check out our pod at uh, at America Dissected. Um, you can get it wherever you you get your podcast. We're focusing on on the. Uh, uh, on the pandemic, in fact, we've got a whole vaccines episode coming up. And then uh, check me out on uh, Instagram or uh, or Twitter at Abdul Al Sayed A B D U L E L S A Y E D, and on Facebook at Abdul for Michigan.
0: All right, Doc. Appreciate your time today. Thank, thank, thank you, you so for joining much. This. Appreciate
2: you all, and all right. thank you for having me. I really enjoyed the conversation. Yes. No problem. And Rachel get easy, that though. vaccine, okay? <laughs> I promise
0: that. <laughs> she promised. She just I promised. Will. She promised. She promised to get the vaccine. I want to uh, go home. <laughs> right. All right, Doc. Thank you so much. Thank all right, you. friends. Thanks again. Okay, Rach. Uh, thank you to um the doctor for stopping by and talking with us and stuff like that. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, did he change your mind at all about the vaccines? Okay, the vaccines? my mind
1: was already changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I just want to protect people and get back to normal life as quickly as we can. Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking it. Yeah, I'm taking, taking it.
0: Because a lot of people have been hitting me up in the DMs and talking about. How dangerous some of your rhetoric is around your anti-vaccine stances and stuff like that. A lot of people. I'm not about, about to
1: play into that. As you told me earlier, to not care. Again, I've yeah. never been anti-vax, never. so I will be taking it. I, but I will admit, there's there was definitely some skepticism about it for sure.
0: Uh, once again, it's a new technology.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, like, not
1: not like deep state, big pharma stuff or anything like that. It's just more of. Um, it's it's so quick. But hearing what the doctor had to say, I'm like, okay, that actually makes a lot of sense. So I really hope people take the time to listen to what he had to say because I'm like, okay. Because before, you know, the record was four years. That's the quickest a vaccine had ever come. Four wow. years. Four and years, here we yeah. are, less than a year. Why? Why?
0: Yeah.
1: He he answered my why.
0: Yeah. Uh, It makes a lot of sense. It, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, Real quick, Mm-hmm. we're going to get to mailbag questions real quick. Just a couple of mailbags since so we're getting close to the end, but I want to talk to you about this Sasha Obama picture. Okay.
1: Fan. I, I want
0: to talk to you about you it. You
1: just had, we, we're almost done. I really Man. didn't think we were going to get here. Go ahead, talk to I me. I want to talk
0: to you about the Sasha Obama picture. You don't think that the picture is Sasha Obama. I know. don't. Okay, you guys, there was a picture that started going around Twitter of this girl and all our hot girl majesty, and a lot of people thought it was Sasha Obama. Rachel, in our group text, said it couldn't be Sasha Obama. Said it'd never be Sasha Obama. I'm gonna read exactly what Rachel Lindsay, uh, Mm -hmm. put into the the group text, just so you guys can know kind of what it is in terms of like what we're dealing with, uh, with Rachel Lindsay and who she is.
1: (laughs) Now I'm remembering what I wrote.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I know you remember it. You should remember it because
1: no, I thought I was just like, no, it's not her, and then I and then you said why, and now I realize you were setting me up to make a segment, a segment. On this I
0: podcast. Wasn't, I wasn't setting you up. I put the picture in there. I you said, said what I said. I said, stand by it. You said, that's not her, right? I'm, and I said, they're saying it was. Is it? And you go, no, it's not. I said, how you know? And you said, look at the, sur- I'm looking at the surroundings, the purse, the banana clip, the house, the man, the tattoo. As if to say that Sasha Obama would never be called dead. In a in a situation with these n words, because I think I'll use up my n word wow. already today.
1: You already did use it. I use, and I use wow, it already. That part I did not say. Now that's you're to That's how, that's how it's coming no, off. No, as an attorney, I use context clues. So rather than just stare at her as face, an attorney, and 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 Jesus. they and they look a lot alike. But as an attorney, I said, let me assess the situation and check out the surroundings of this young lady who's very pretty in the picture. I I noted the purse. I noted the banana clip. I noted the home. I noted the table. Well, right. I didn't, but I do now. And I noted the man in the background. And a tattoo. And there are pictures of her in a bikini online, and there's no tattoo there. So right. I said, this doesn't, something doesn't add up. And what it doesn't add up is to Sasha Obama. It's not her.
0: Right. So you, That's so all I'm saying. Do we know, uh, do we know that it was Sasha Obama or not?
1: We don't know for sure. Okay. My okay. my my guess is no. Also this didn't really blow up like that.
0: What? What the Sasha Obama picture?
1: Mhm.
0: It didn't blow I'm reading it off Newsweek.
1: Oh, okay, never mind.
0: So I think that
1: <laughs> I mean when we were talking last night I didn't really see it anywhere other than the tweets.
0: No, I'm reading it I'm reading it off Newsweek right
1: now. And what do they say?
0: They're saying that uh um, they're, they're talking about the TikTok video that went along with it because there was another TikTok video and in the TikTok video she had long acrylic nails just like the lady in this picture did Uh, whether or not Sasha Obama or not it's t- they're talking about people which that very are
1: very end, I wear long nails
0: right and they're talking about people that are defending her mm-hmm. uh, assuming that the, the picture is her you think that the picture doesn't reflect who she really is and I and I personally I look at this different. Like, to me, I think that could definitely be Sasha Obama, and i tell you why. Okay. All of the girls in Louisiana that were of Sasha Obama's social standing, they didn't like anything more than to come hang with us. Hang with get get see just at houses just like that. And by the way, the house does. It's not like the house is a trap house in somewhere. It's just black people around. I don't know why you. There's think...
1: There's one black man, and
0: he and he got dressed. I don't know why you think she wouldn't be down to chill. She wouldn't be I down to say come that. hang.
1: You're just putting it like you're adding so much to it. Can I be don't make you? me. Go ahead.
0: Would you? Would you come chill? Were you? Absolutely.
1: In, I've been so in, if you will do it,
0: then why wouldn't Sasha Obama? I'm do
1: just it? saying it didn't look. I I just don't think it was her. I, I don't think it was her at all. I think it's a girl who looks just like her. I do. And I, if it is her, who cares? That's what. It seems, that's like, what, you, it seems no, like you care. That's what. No, it I just don't like think it's her. Care. That's what you're missing from this whole thing. Mm-hmm. I could care less if it is her. You sent the picture to the group chat, and I said, "No, it's not her, is it?" It's just. I just don't think that's her.
0: No, that's and when I, Then when I asked you why you got you got all looked. and I said okay. because
1: I said I'm looking at the surroundings and I just don't think that that's her.
0: Nah, Sasha Obama didn't come home. She didn't come on home. She's
1: in Michigan.
0: She comes, She didn't come on home. She down. She, gone, she it, Good for gonna. She. It's gonna crazy. It's gonna be crazy when she joined the city girls. That's gonna be crazy.
2: <laughs>
0: you know what I'm saying? Ben also
1: when, put in the chat that he loves ratchet shit. So that's, I, that's why he is, he is, is he I, is I'm, so, that's why he's saying city girls. No, I'm, I'm just saying, that's why he's saying city girls, because he loves this. This is what he wants for her. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're right. You're and right. she was I,
1: rapping a city girls too in that now deleted city, TikTok right, video. In that
0: TikTok video. What I, I do
1: wish, per- though, is people would just let her live her life. Be let her like, be a young college student and have the best time ever. The
0: name fits JT, Young Miami, and Sasha. Sasha. Sasha, City Girls become a trio. By the way, you said you you asked me. You was like, "Oh, man, why are you like it so much?" Because I like shit like that. I like seeing people be them. I like seeing people be them. Good for her. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if you feel that way, Jackson. Uh, let's let's go ahead, <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> let's go. To I've been mail. in that
1: same seat. I know you
0: have. <laughs> I know you have. Uh, Jackson, a couple mailbag questions, and we
2: out. Okay. First one. Is from Irma Fernandez. What sporting event do you wish you had been? Do you wish you had been able to see live,
0: like in person? Uh, uh, uh Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr.
1: The most recent one. Mm-hmm. Okay, I would I'll say whatever Super Bowl it was that Michael Jackson performed at. Um, you're
0: up. You're not. You're not. No.
1: No. Why not? It said what sporting event do you wish you would have seen live? Why can't I go back? So we're
0: not we're not talking about pandemic stuff. We're talking about I thought I thought I thought this question meant during the pandemic. Don't be mad because
1: you don't you don't you mad at your original answer? No, no, Jay. Wait, 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 wait,
0: wait, Are we talking about overall? Or is it during the
2: pandemic? Yeah, I think the question was meant for overall, which is why I thought your answer was really really
0: really no. I thought not was doing That was a wild, wild answer. My God! Did he not hear the question? Uh, Rachel goes the the current the the recent one, right? No, I, I thought it was during the pandemic. If that's not the case, then it's it's a tie for either the Saints winning the Super Bowl or for LSU winning this last past national championship. Oh, you weren't it's, there? No, I, I didn't get. I, I didn't go because you know why I couldn't go because I was sick.
1: Oh, mm. it was it was a good game. It was a Very good game sick. to be at. Yeah. Um.
0: <laughs> I'm still going with the trailer, uh-huh. the trailer of it. <laughs> well, oh Yeah, I was like, Mike Texas was Roy Jones Jr. When they had, you like, the recent one. It, like, I guess thought it was during the pandemic. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. Mine would have been the Super Bowl when Michael Jackson performed. Okay, not for good. the game, for Michael Jackson. Or Kobe's last game.
0: Kobe's last game would have been crazy. I watched Kobe's last game. Shout out to the Watson, Sam, uh, Marcus, and Brandon. I watched it over... Uh, me and the Watsons watched that. It was a, it was a it was an amazing night, man. It was a magical, ma- amazing, crazy night. That'd have been fantastic. Okay, last one, last mail back. From Kate Pankratz, What are you reading right now? Doomsday clock. I'm reading the Doomsday Clock. It is a sequel to Watchmen. Um, fantastic. It's a graphic novel, nothing too heavy, just something to take my mind, keep my mind on the fantasy of it all. What about you, Rach?
1: Sorry, I had to burp. I am reading keep that in <laughs> I don't care. I'm reading cast uh by Isabel Wilkerson.
0: Oh, and, yeah, that's so I've heard one. a
1: lot about it. not um it's in Oprah's book club, which I normally I don't normally necessarily read the books in her book club, but no, um' you don't like. Them. No, this is just one that piques my interest, so um yeah, cast
0: cast. okay. guys, we are out of here on the next uh higher learning. we're going to get into the batch recap. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: We got a twofer Two episodes this week
0: Why? Two episodes of Monday Batch?
1: Monday night and Tuesday night
0: There's an episode of Batch tonight?
1: Yes Well, oh, wow. Monday night, yes
0: Monday night, okay So uh, Monday night and Tuesday night I'll give a short recap on both of those Coming up And we are going to continue to follow uh, All the trials The first people are being vaccinated right now As we speak So shout out to all of them Hopefully they mm-hmm. do not grow ears Coming out of the middle of their heads But they won't We would like to thank (laughs) Dr. Uh, Abdul Syed for for being here and educating us. Um, You guys can take your think caps off, but things are moving too quickly. So do not stop learning. I am Van Lathan.
1: I'm Rachel Lindsay.
0: We out.